it's same, same, but different. Incoming transmission. Engage house party protocol. Mark 4, powering up. Mark 17, powering up. Mark 44, powering up. All suits are online. Welcome to house party protocol. Power up suits and welcome in to another episode of House Party Protocol. My name is Will and with me today, if you're following online, you are expecting me to say something about the Great White North and how snowy it is up there and all this nonsense like I normally do when I introduce our good friend Leland from the Aegis Brand Studios. However, due to my own personal nonsensical schedule, it didn't work out for me and Leland this week. So... Like a good neighbor, Nate Farm is there. What's happening, my guy? It's Nate from the Gamers Guild. Hello. Uh, it is going well. I'm excited to uh, share a bed with you this weekend. Yeah, dude, I'm stoked. Uh, I am quite cuddly, and so are you, so it's going to be a great time. And for those of you that Absolutely. don't know what Nate is talking about, please elaborate. <laughs> uh, we get to go to uh, Warfare Weekend uh, up in St. Louis uh, for... A little bit of judgment fun, a little bit of MCP fun, some board games, and whatever other uh, shenanigans we get up to. Yes, and I am quite sure there will be shenanigans. I'm stoked. It is one of my favorite events. I've been going to it for the last, I think, two years, maybe three years, two years, because I missed the COVID year. But I went to it for Guild Ball way back when, you know, probably four or five years ago now, Mm -hmm. and... It's an event that I, I really enjoy because, like, from a vibe perspective, it's great. Yeah. You know, like, I, just, I really love it. Like, last year was so much fun. The MCP event was super fun, super chill. I got Malekith to death by uh, Will. Yeah, I know he's listening out there, and please don't Malekith me again. I don't need that nonsense. It's, it's not as bad now. It's, okay, fair. He's had, like, three nerfs since then. Right, yeah, but I'm also playing web warriors so i still think he messes me up pretty good it's fair yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so we have a big show today i think it's it's big in a way right so there's nothing really news or noteworthy to talk about out of marvel crisis protocol right now and i think that that's going to be kind of the thing until the beginning of the year is that the vibe you're getting nate yeah, absolutely. Uh, it doesn't seem we're getting anything else big news-wise or product-wise for MCP uh, until next year, until we get to the Warrior Falls and the X-Men, and uh, then hopefully some uh, Spider-Foes and Webheads. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing we're going to talk about today, is we're going to do a little bit of a bird's-eye view recap of mini stravaganza i've been saying i want to do it for a while now i was trying to pump out the character reviews and just you know timing all that stuff so we're going to finally kind of give like a an impressions and uh you know like hey what did we think of this what could this mean but kind of keep it simple and then we're going to do a bunch of q a's from discord questions we've had a bunch of questions lately and i just have not had time to get to them because there's been so much to talk about so finally doing that kind of stuff and without further ado nate let's dive in 
and talk about Mini Stravaganza, which happened all the way back in September, and it's November now. <laughs> yep. And there was a whole lot that was spoiled, revealed, all kinds of fun things, and we got the character updates, which I think was one of those things that everybody kind of knew was going to happen, but it happened a lot later than I think people anticipated. How do you feel the timing of that particular reveal with the character updates was? Do you feel like it was perfectly timed? Do you feel like it could have come a little sooner? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I would not have minded them uh, a little bit sooner. Uh, the the meta had kind of been terrorized by uh, a certain to Cat King for long enough, it felt like, uh, while there were very many obvious uh, glaring issues with uh, some of the other characters uh, that uh, a lot of them got tuned up and fixed and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm excited for the update that we've gotten. It's been huge and a lot of fun playing with a lot of those pieces, but I, I think a little bit earlier would not have uh, been, been a mistake. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I think it was one of those things where there were just some noticeable power gaps at times. And, you know, I've been firmly in the camp of that power creep is not as pronounced in this game as it is in other games. And I think that maybe we can have this conversation again another time. And you and I have talked about this before on this podcast and how power creep and design creep, if you will, or or I don't know what was the word you used for it. Yeah, I think it was basically yeah. that design and creep. That those two things are not the same. And just because a character does things or combines things that we've seen before in a new and unique way or brings something new and unique to the table doesn't mean it's necessarily power creep. But I do think that we were kind of living in a world where some things were creeping up a little bit. And I still think that there's some things that are overtuned. But I'm glad we got this update when we did. I think it was a really great breath of fresh air into the game, especially with the Earth's Mightiest core set releasing and mm -hmm. bringing these other characters up to par with the characters in that box and giving us something to, quote unquote, hold us over until we get the Warrior Falls, which we've known about since Adepticon. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a good, uh, what, seven, eight months now? Yeah, yeah, which is really awesome. And it's one of those things where, again, I don't think a bird's eye view of, of many extravaganza is the place to dive into the economics of the Rivals panels, but... Mm -hmm. We got the cards for the two characters in that with King T'Challa or King T and the Usurper. <laughs> what, what, you don't like King T? Uh, I have never heard King T, but but I like it. Yeah, that's King T, brother. You know? So feel free to Bogart that suits. King T. Yeah, that's right. And then Killmonger Usurper. And then we've got the tactics cards that are coming with him. And just real quick, Nate, how do you feel about the characters? Leaving the economics of all of this aside. Yeah, uh, I think just I have not played with either of these. I have not really honestly given them uh, too much of a, a close look other than uh, that initial glance over that uh, AMG gave us. Uh, it looks like uh, King T is a little lackluster for a five threat. 
Because, like, man, I'm like, I looked at his kit and everything. I was like, all right, cool. Like, he, he's a little bit pushed for a four kind of a thing. Oh, wait, he's a five. Well, that's a that's kind of an underwhelming thing. And it's one of those things where I feel like that that part of it, like you're missing out on usurp, and that's an opportunity for them to maybe they give us a, a wording update or an errata update or something like that when this box comes out. And I kind of am agreeing with you. I think these two characters are fine. I think that they're interesting on the tabletop and how they perform. I think that Killmonger's leadership is solid and interesting and could create some really fun uh, synergies that might not have been there previously, both for characters Mm -hmm. in and outside of Wakanda. Specifically looking at Storm, I think that Killmonger makes Storm pretty interesting. But, you know... With that being said, I think that maybe this is a bit of a reaction to the previous Rivals pack where it was like, those characters are maybe a little over the four threat curve, and now maybe we're getting characters that are a little under their power curve at first blush. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things where when we're looking at these rival panels and all that stuff, you know... The only box of MCP I don't currently have is the original, well, I guess technically both Rivals panels at this point, but the one that was alternate versions of the characters, I love that. I didn't buy the Wolverine and Sabretooth one for various reasons, and again, I don't think this is the place for that full conversation, but do you feel like that these characters are worth it for the characters like if there's people out there that love these characters i get that and they're going to buy this box for the characters there should be people that buy it for the design of warrior falls which is incredible Mm -hmm. but do you feel like from a character perspective that this is something that makes sense to you specifically you if this was a 40 dollar box and you like playing wakanda then it it would be uh, worth a pick. And honestly, like if if you enjoy playing Wakanda and you want to explore that affiliation more, this is going to be a a box worth picking up, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think if you're a Wakanda person, and for me, Wakanda's one of those like kind of always in the back of my brain. I kind of always want to play them, and I just never do, Mm -hmm. especially since M'Baku came out. And so, like, yeah, this is one where I'm like, maybe... Maybe, but I'll just have to wait and see, you know? Mm-hmm. So, moving on, we also got the Wakanda Terrain Pack. And with the Terrain Pack, bringing some optional terrain rules that are like one-shot things where basically for one threat, or no threat even, you get some special rules around this. And this is the first time we're seeing something like this. I'm really intrigued by how this is going to work. Yeah. Uh, so to clarify, it's not one threat that you like. You put on your roster from what I believe we were told, uh, but more of a hey, this is going to add a threat level to your game, or even reduce the threat level uh, of your game, and then you add these additional rules, uh, which is really fun and cool. But it's not something I expect to be used at events or tournaments at like competitive play levels. It, it like you said, it's kind of a, a one shot thing. Very similar to uh, Ultimate Encounters. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It, from the 
look of what it is, and we need more information before we can kind of really go hard on it, but it definitely looks like a fun thing to add to narrative, and I'm just intrigued to see how that goes, and I think it's cool that they're doing something like this. Yeah, absolutely, because like, who hasn't wanted exploding barrels or inspiring (laughs) statues or fill in the blank? Exactly, exactly. So next up, Nate, we're going to talk about some of the characters that they revealed, and a couple of those that they revealed the cards for were Nightcrawler, which is awesome, but then we also got a, a new updated look at Bishop, and man, he looks so cool. I know you're excited for that one, but Dude. but Nightcrawler, out of all the things, ah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, out of all the things revealed, including the amazing-looking Sinister Six and Scarlet Spider and the new As, there's a lot of things to be excited about, but Nightcrawler has, is a top-three mutant for me. Uh, I'm ready for him. Yeah, he looks really cool. His card is one that I am very excited to dive into because it is wild and exciting Mm -hmm. I feel like and then the cards that he comes with and then they also revealed some other tactics cards and just like mutants especially with the changes to Cyclops have just gotten this glow up Mm -hmm. I mean it is bonkers how awesome the mutants look right now yeah mutants are Mutants are in a good spot, and it's only going to get better with some of those tactic cards uh, that they've shown off and other things. Yeah, and then not only that, but you lead into they revealed Shadowcat, which is another mm-hmm. character that I know is somebody's favorite, and it's a character I like. And if you're old school like me, going back and reading things like Days of Future Past or some of these older x-men runs and how important shadow cat was and if you're into the current run and she's like a pirate captain now mm-hmm. so like that's just so cool and her card seems so fun and yeah just it's gonna be awesome i don't think they make her a guardian of the galaxy but it'd be cool if they do it would be cool if they did but uh, maybe that's a different version of shadow cat we'll get later maybe we'll get pirate captain shadow cat at one point i'm i'm here for it i'm super here for it So we got a few other tax cards spoiled, and one of them that I want to bring up is the card Xavier's Dream, which for me, when I read that card, combine that with the efficiency of exceptional healing and stuff, it's like, man, you're Uh going to have a hard time getting through some of these mutants. Yeah. But I'm here for it. You know? But at the same time, let's just go ahead and uh, put exceptional healing on the restricted list amg just or or make it uh weapon x only i I don't know that that punishes so many other characters who aren't the the sin uh i think xavier's dream just needs to release straight onto the uh the restricted list yeah well i look at it like this exceptional healing for someone like wolverine and x23 makes perfect sense deadpool sure i can kind of get on board but like lizard doesn't need it But like Strucker does. Yeah, screw Strucker. You know what? That guy, he doesn't care. He doesn't count. Whatever. We don't like Strucker. I'm kidding. I care. I like like Strucker. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Strucker probably needs it, but let's let's still just let's put on restricted list. Just, you know, I'm right, you're wrong. It's cool. (laughs) 
<laughs> we, we put an Odin's blessing on there too while we're at it. No, no, that one. Does, that's fine. That's that's okay. That's okay. It's same, same, but different. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so then we got another character card revealed for one that the model is incredible. And the way the character reads, I'm just like, what am I going to do with this guy? And that's Shadow King. Yeah, he, he's he got a lot of text going on on that card. I am intrigued to to see him on the table and what affiliation, if any, he's going to be in and yeah. all those kind of things. Yeah, he seems one of those characters that's going to take a lot of time to kind of get used to. And maybe like once he gets kind of unlocked a little bit it's gonna be pretty good i think he's gonna be pretty good yep yeah so then nate after all the reveals for the characters cards tactics cards all of that stuff which you know again we're bird's eye view quick hitters on this stuff which i love we also got a reveal for one character that is the reason why I'm going back to Web Warriors because I'm just prepping myself because I'm going to play so much Web Warriors when this character comes out. And then a couple I didn't of know you were such a Gwenom fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely not Gwenom. But don't get me wrong. I like <laughs> Gwenom. I like that model. But no, Scarlet Spider, Ben Riley, the clone saga begins in MCP. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit disappointed that it's not coming with both Scarlet Spiders, uh, with the uh, the other one being Kane, who yeah. is the like the black and red suit uh, and very uh, very lethal uh, Scarlet Spider. But that said, excited for Webheads getting more characters in general. Oh, definitely. It's one of those things where they they got Agent Venom and Spider Woman pretty recently but i'm just excited to see one of my all-time favorite characters in mcp and that and that is scarlet spider like it's one of those things where regardless of what he is on the tabletop he's a character that i am going to find ways to put in my rosters because it's just a character i love like the and they did mm-hmm. the design so good the hoodie all that stuff shout out to our friend matt when he like totally remade his corset peter into a scarlet spider and it looks so dope but oh man they crush this sculpt and i don't want to take anything away from gwenham because i think gwenham looks amazing and i'm excited for that character as well and i think the idea of combining things that ghost spider and venom do sounds so juicy that yeah, uh it, and it just means that eventually we're going to get a uh, like a venom verse leadership right give us a give us a new eddie brock uh five threat venom i mean let's let's king and black him and give him a leadership i'm super down with that yeah yeah i, I would I love need that to, to happen that. yeah and then nate we also got the sinister six revealed and what are all the characters that were revealed as part of that because we already have some of those characters in mcp currently uh i mean probably more than just a, a couple since there's been so many different iterations of the uh, the sinister six over time uh, but Doc Ock, I think, is the the obvious uh, inclusion there. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's one of those things where I'm excited for this. As a fan of the Spider-Man stuff, like I talked about before and all that stuff, I think mm-hmm. having the Sinister Six in MCP is awesome. It's been alluded to more than a few times. But, Nate, who are all the characters that we're going to get sometime next year for this? 
Uh, we got Sandman, who look, look, they're all looking amazing. So I, I don't want to say it every single time and just, it goes for all of them. Uh, Sandman and his couple of like construct minion pieces that he gets to come with. Uh, Electro, we get Vulture, and one more. Shocker. Shocker. Who is yeah. also on a 50 millimeter base. And so, like, Spider Foes just becomes the, oh, other than Craven and Mysterio, we're all on 50s or bigger. Yeah, which is wild and awesome. And I am super here for that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy how mobile this affiliation gets to be. Oh, yeah. And it's one of those things where them all being on 50 millimeter bases, that stuff really adds up. And when we're looking at the characters that are coming out, I mean, we see Sandman, right? And he comes with construct minion grunt things. And mm-hmm. I don't think it was clarified as to exactly how those are going to function, but he comes with two of them. The only other character that comes with two constructs is Magneto. So do you think Sandman could be on that power scale? I don't think it's necessarily a power scale thing, but it gives you an idea of uh, the kind of board impact that he's going to get to bring. Yeah. I'm really interested to see how they incorporate those characters. I mean, most people listening to this know my thoughts on grunts. I won't rehash that here. So I'm hoping we get some more innovative and interesting things with grunts if they they work in that way, you mm-hmm. know. So it's, yeah, it's just a lot unknown right now, but I, I'm excited to see what happens. Of these four characters, which one excites you the most? Probably, oh man, if Shocker's a two threat, probably Shocker. Uh, because a two threat just opens up uh, a lot of options for the spider foes in general, but otherwise probably Sandman because the anything that deals with additional uh, mechanics to the game is always really cool and stuff. So very excited to see what his uh, sand constructs do. Exactly, exactly. Me as well. And I, I think for me it's it's Electro. I mean that model just looks so cool. And Electro is one of those characters that, depending on the writer, his power level is wild. You know what I mean? Like, it can be low, it can be high, you just never know. So, I'm excited to see what they do with that character specifically. And again, that model, just... mm, mm. Mm -hmm. So then, Nate, the last few characters that we got announced were a lot that, frankly, I was not expecting. And yeah, you mentioned Odin's blessing earlier, and I think that's relevant because we have two new Thors, a Lady yep. Sif, and Loki. Another one. Another one. That's right. And it's not old man Loki like from the TV show, which I'm a little disappointed in. But it but it is a, a glorious purpose kind of Loki. He's got the big horns and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so these are awesome. It's Jane Foster Thor, like Lady Thor, if, if you want to say it like that. But she's Mighty Thor, I think is how, how her comic book name is. Mm-hmm. And then a Thor that is mid-flight, which I see that model, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, Storm and her wiggle. 
I think I think AMG know how to do it because we had Storm and her wiggle, but then since Storm we had Agent Venom, uh, who even uh, even my modded one that only has one tendril tied into the base doesn't have that uh, that wibble wobble. So I I feel pretty confident that uh, Dallas and his team know what's up there. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's good to know. And then. What do you think of these four characters? I mean, which one excites you the most? I'm, I feel like that Thor is, again, one of those characters, and I mean Odin's son Thor, that there's a lot of iterations of. And we've had Thor and Loki since pretty much the beginning of the game. Yeah. And so to see them get new versions, and a couple updates on Thor specifically, but new versions, I think it's it's high time. And also, I'm curious as to like what their power level is going to be compared to the old ones, because the original Thor is Prince of Asgard, not King of Asgard, not Old Man Thor. You know, it's it's like he's the specifically Prince of Asgard version. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to see if this version is either an, a step up or an, even a step down, potentially, you know, like yeah, an they're... unworthy or something. There's a there's a ton of uh, play space here, and even uh, if they decide to keep these guys at the same threat levels, uh, we we've seen that before as an option as well that uh, plays out uh, pretty well with like Doctor Strange having multiple five threat versions and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but as long as they they have different play patterns and stuff that makes them unique, I think it, all four of these are going to be. Welcome, especially for Asgard players. Uh, Asgard is slowly but surely rounding out to be a really solid affiliation. Uh, individually, though, oh, man, uh, like I've I've been waiting for Mighty Thor for a while, but a new yeah. Loki has me very excited for the uh, the possibilities. Is one of uh, probably one of the biggest uh, hype men for the current Loki that we have. So you, you definitely are one of the biggest hype men for the current Loki. So. That makes sense to me. I also am excited for Mighty Thor. And it's interesting that we're getting a Lady Sif because I know a lot of times people were kind of discussing how do we get like Lady Sif and the Warriors 3? Are they kind of going to be like the Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos, Hoff and the Boys, or or how's mm-hmm. this going to work? And the fact that Lady Sif is a standalone model, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And it, it opens up that space to have a Howling Commando-style Warriors 3, where it's just the Warriors 3 on a single base really neatly. I feel like, as it is, three models already crowds a base. Four would be uh, obscene, especially when they're all unique, as, as opposed to like the Ultron grunts or something. Concur. Concur. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. And then along with Asgard, we're getting some new Asgard terrain packs, which, again... Nate, one of my favorite boards to play on whenever you do an event is your Asgard board. And I don't think AMG is going to be able to top it. Uh, it, It's going to be some different kind of terrain. I I am really excited for what AMG uh, produces because all their sculpts are always beautiful and all that other stuff. And it's a very different kind of like style of Asgard. Yeah. Uh, so, but I'm I'm excited to get my hands on it. I'm excited to see the the special rules uh, because apparently going forward, all of the AMG terrain is going to have special rules. So that's always just going to be fun to have at uh, different events and stuff. Yeah, completely agree there. 
And then the last two characters that we got revealed are two that I absolutely did not see coming. Yeah, these are these are definitely the two that uh, kind of came out of left field, unexpected, uh, but very welcome. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm still burying the lead a little bit here because like, it's fun. And everybody knows that is listening to this, if you've been in the game and watched MCP for a while, you'll know what we're talking about. But I'll get to these characters in a second. But also, the reason why this is so interesting to me is because the varied affiliations that these characters could be a part of. They're, yeah. they're characters that throughout their comic book tenure have had so many different allegiances that I am excited to see if we have like a new five affiliation character. You know what I mean? Ooh, I... So to to say who they are, yes. we've got uh, Silver Sable and Shang Chi. Uh, I can see Silver Sable landing in probably three. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about Shang Chi. Shang Chi, I'm like maybe maybe three as well. Yeah, I I could see Silver Sable being one of those that's like she could even have Rogue Agent. She you could uh, she could end up with the rogue agent, but like I see her as a web warrior. I could see her as criminal syndicate. Uh, could see her just like landing. Probably not spider foe territory though. There's yeah, there's that not. kind of weird line they've drawn for characters like Black Cat. Yeah, I could see her in Shield. Potentially, I think that mm-hmm. makes sense because isn't she's she's shielded from time to time. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a while since I read Silver Sable in comics. And frankly, I am excited because it looks like they're doing like her classic costume, mm-hmm. you know, which is it's very, very um, 90s. And I just I'm, I'm here for it. And it gives me a chance to bust out my chrome paint. Ooh, shiny. Yeah, exactly. And then Shang-Chi as a character is one where. We have Iron Fist, right? And Shang-Chi and Iron Fist are two very different characters in comics. But I think we have Iron Fist as a representation of martial arts and Elektra as a representation of martial arts. And I'm excited to see how they translate Shang-Chi as a melee character with martial arts and they differentiate him from those characters. Mm-hmm. You know, like he is a melee character and we all know that melee characters, if they don't have some action economy that gets them into the fight, they can struggle at times. So I'm excited to see if there's some kind of way that they they get him to show his agility and stuff like that that we haven't seen before. Could always be cool. Always welcome. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for another, uh, martial arts kind of style character, uh, to enter the game, uh, outside of defenders. I'm really not a hundred percent sure of, uh, where he could end up, but excited to, uh, to see where he lands and what he brings. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and for the record, my five affiliation speculation is definitely Silver Sable. I just think that she's one of those characters that's had a lot of, Fingers and a lot of pies over the years. Yeah. Sounds really weird now that I say that out loud. But (laughs) I think that she could uh, definitely see a lot of play in a lot of different places. But 
all of these characters, everything that was revealed, I'm I'm super stoked for. But Nate, there's one final reveal that is one that just seems off the wall bonkers, but makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And that's Mojo Ball. Mojo Ball, uh, new multiplayer madness, uh, something that looks similar to Separation Anxiety, uh, kind of a game mode. Which honestly, at the end of the day, Separation Separation Anxiety is still one of my, one, favorite ways to play the game, and two, one of the best ways to introduce people to the game because uh, it's just wild and crazy and you can teach multiple people uh, while everybody's still having like a a fun time and stuff. Yeah, Separation Anxiety is really great. It really is. And Mojo Ball, like in my brain, I'm thinking like, are they going to make Guild Ball soccer? in mcp is this happening right now and and if it does i don't know i don't know if i'll be able to contain myself but i'm really excited for the implication of this because what this opens up for a corner of the marvel universe is really cool right a character like mojo super cool if they bring him into the game at some point a character like Longshot started on mojo world spiral is another character that's really cool and it opens up a lot of of interesting character ideas that they can explore and all of that fun stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see this. And like you said, things like this are exceptional ways to get people excited about the game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's one of those things that also when you're playing it and people look over uh, and they ask, because it's like, oh, what are you doing? Marvel Crisis Protocol is one great answer. But then if you're able to be like, oh, yeah, we're playing a cool game mode uh, where you get the different symbiotes uh, yeah. and it's separation anxiety. And like if you have Spider-Man people who are fans or Venom fans, like they're like, oh, goodness, that's additional awesome just kind of piled on top of an already really cool thing with MCP. So, yeah. Exactly. Giving an, an X-Men equivalent of that reaction is uh, awesome. Absolutely agree. So, Nate, there was a tease at the very end of the whole thing. And people, I know what you're thinking out there. And it's it's what I was thinking, too. It's like, oh, man, if they're going to tease one thing that's like super far off, please, please let it be the Fantastic Four. Reset the clock. Or but- Doom, you know, but same thing. <laughs> Nate, they are synonymous. The Fantastic they really Four are. and Doom are synonymous. You can't have the four without the one. So, you it's know, true. anytime I say Fantastic Four, I just assume I'm including Doom in there. With that being said, I would have led off the show with that <laughs> if that was <laughs> the tease that we got. And we didn't. One day, AMG... One day, just look, call me up. I'll even help you design these characters. I've got ideas. I'm just like, let's Will's go. Out here shaking his fist at the sky like an old man. Yeah, let's go. I'm I'm ready. Sign me up. You know, I'll even work for like half pay. Like I'm here for it. Seriously, <laughs> like I said, half. You know, half. But anyways, Nate, we got a tease for probably legitimately the most unexpected character that I think anyone could have had on their MCP 2023 bingo card. 
I mean, like outside of like something like Stiltman, I I would agree. Well, right, right, and and that is Dracula, like Dracula, Dracula, Dracula. You know, like, like vampire Dracula. Right, like Moon Knight. Where's my money, Dracula? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep. And like, I'm. I don't know what. Like the art looks amazing. And the character is a straight badass, so I'm very curious how they translate him into MCP. And just yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that kind of sums up the the statement. Uh, we get Blade's kind of arch nemesis of uh, of sorts. He is the the progenitor vampire. Yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be fun to to see how he's implemented to see if like Blade like maybe he has a low mystic defense and like so like Blade's really good at dealing with him kind of a thing. Mm, yeah, that'd be be fun. Wild. Yeah, I I'm really curious how they're gonna do this, and I also got to say, way to go AMG when the art that they spoiled it's the like red armor, you know, white mm-hmm. ponytail like that's the way to do Dracula. Yeah, way to go. Way to go. Good. Good job, AMG. Yeah, I can't all wait to see this. this is. Honestly, like all all of those things are good things. Yes. Um. So Nate, with that, we're gonna have to call the episode here. So there I was planning on doing Q and A, but unfortunately for you, hopefully at home didn't know this, but we've had some technical difficulties while recording today that has eaten into our time significantly. So, uh, yeah. Q&A next week, confirmed, guaranteed. We'll do a Warfare Weekend recap, and then we'll do some Q&A because I really want to do that. And yeah, yeah. So, Nate, where can people find you? Uh, Guys, I'm still over uh, on the Gamer Guild YouTube channel. Uh, has uh, weekly MCP videos uh, ranging everything from character reviews, some really old battle reports at this point, uh, but also just kind of uh, some general uh, talk and synergies and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely go check that out. I love the new roster you just put out a couple days ago. It, was, it seemed like a super fun one, the Avengers roster, spoiler alert. for uh, I won't get into what all the theme is, but it seemed like a fun one. Gasp, Avengers, Nate, never. I know. What are we thinking here? But Suits, make sure to give some love to the Gamers Guild and all of our friends over there. Like and subscribe, all that fun stuff. And also send us messages. Facebook is a great way to communicate. And I posted a a thing asking for show questions. So make sure to go in there if you have any show questions. Leave a comment on that post. I will make sure to read it and get to it next week. Guaranteed, I'm not, you know, hell or high water. We're Q&Aing because I just, (laughs) you know, it just, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. But anyways, so do that. Send us messages uh, over on the Discord. I'm at HPP underscore Will on most of the Discords out there. And then you can check out Patreon.com slash house party protocol for as little as a dollar a month or 12 bucks a year yeah 12 i did that math real quick yep mm-hmm. math checks out checks out 12 bucks a year you can come and hang out in the most awesome community we've had a few people join up recently and it's it's just great and i love everyone over there we go 
all over the place with our conversations. MCP, Marvel Snap, video games, life, Omega Red pictures to Merzane, all the fun stuff. Like it's just, it's just really a happy place on the internet and I love it so much. And uh, needless to say, there aren't too many of those <laughs> these days. So I really love that. If you want to support the show and help us pay for giveaways and hosting and the software that we use, all that kind of stuff, that's what that is for. And it's really greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So I want to say thank you to all the suits that participate in that. And also, if you are a patron and you're listening to this, make sure to update your Discord name on Patreon because we're trying to give some new uh, new benefits to patrons at different tiers and we can do that by making sure that their discord and and names line up and everything like that so uh yeah just make sure to do that and i'll make a post about it in the discord so check that out lastly you can send us messages at housepartyprotocolpod at gmail.com if you have a show question feel free to send it over there as well and then check out our friends at battle kiwi BattleKiwi.com. Use the code PartyKiwi for 10% off your first order of your battle box. I love mine. I'm taking it with me to Warfare Weekend. I've magnetized all my models, put them right on top of that, and then head on up to Warfare Weekend. It's going to be a great time. If you're there, try to find me. I'll be the dude that looks like me. (laughs) And uh, you'll hear me, right, Nate? They'll hear me. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You'll hear me before you see me, probably. But uh, come say hey, say say what's up, and um, you know maybe if uh, the fates decide, we can get a game of MCP in or or something. So yeah, I am uh, excited for that, and uh, you'll get to see the HPP jerseys that we made. So that's a whole thing, and they look amazing. So I'm super stoked for that, and uh, yeah, I think that's enough. I think we've done enough. <laughs> And uh, Nate, thank you so much for being with me today. Party on, bud. Party on, man. And power down, suits. Suits.